Welcome to the evening episode of Honey in the Rock. We hope you've had a great day and we've got a great show ahead for you. Stick with us. This evening's episode is titled, The Lord is Righteous. It shall be focused on the study of Psalms chapter 129. Before we go any further, we'll begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee, Lord, for Your Word, speaking to us today, saying, Lord, the right, the unrighteous, they come and they persecute us. And Lord, let them be confounded that come after us. And the devil, let him be confounded, to, like he was helpless in the case of Job, to say, Lord, you've put a hedge around him and he can't get to you. We thank thee for thy word which you've fortified us behind today. And may we stay behind that protection where the devil cannot do us any harm. So like David would be able to say, we'll look up, uh, lift up our eyes to the hills. From whence cometh our help? Our help cometh from the Lord, the maker of heavens and earth. For which your word tells us in the beginning was the word word was with God and the word was God. So we thank thee for thy presence among us, both in the form of the word and the Holy Spirit. May you quicken us unto everlasting life. In the name of thy Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Psalms chapter 129. Psalm 129, a song of degrees. Many a time have they afflicted me from my youth, may Israel now say. Many a time have they afflicted me from my youth, yet they have not prevailed against me. The plowers plowed upon my back, they made long their furrows. The Lord is righteous, he hath cut asunder the cords of the wicked. Let them all be confounded and turn back that hate desire. Let them be as the grass upon the housetops, which withereth afore it groweth up. Wherewith the mower filleth not his hand, nor he that bindeth sheaves his bosom. Neither do they which go by say, The blessing of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled Communion. This was preached in 1963 on July the 7th in the evening. We'll begin from paragraph one up to the end. I trust you find it to be a blessing. Thank you, Brother Armand. We are happy tonight to be here to hear this wonderful message from, from the lips of our brother. We believe to be anointed of the Holy Spirit to bring us these great tidings of, as a set of exhortation, how we should live in this present day. And, holiness before God and before one another. And we, we want this holiness among us, that no filthy communications be heard among us at all as we profess this great calling of God. We must walk worthy of this thing that God has brought us to. And we're way down towards the end of the journey now where we're expecting the exceeding abundantly above all that we Amen. do And remember, we want to constantly be in prayer. Above all things, watch your life. If your life don't tally up with God's holiness, then go back and start praying again. There's something Amen. wrong with We must live in that kind of a state that the fruits of the Spirit will make itself known through us. 
That's what we want to live. You know, sometimes we hear great preachers who can preach mighty, but we'd rather see a sermon live than we would hear one preach. That's the evidence that God is on the inside. Now, we are having come to the communion table. And now, uh, there's some that doesn't take communion, and maybe they just take it in their own churches, but we'd be happy tonight if you could want to a fellowship with us around these things. We never draw any lines of who, as long as you're walking worthy uh, of the gospel that you're, you're listening to and confessing to be part of. You know, you're part of this gospel. Amen. You are you are written epistles of what we're talking about. Amen. And as long as we do something that's reproachful, then we are an impediment to what we're listening to. We must live what we believe and live it in such a way that it will never reproach but reflect Jesus Christ in all things that we do and say. That's the way it is. We just love him for this. And now tonight we're going to read the order of the Lord's table that's found over in Second Corinthians about the 11th chapter. And we read this and just read each individual. How we do this, if there's newcomers among us, we call the people around the altar in, in succession as they come in, take the communion, and every Christian is worthy. Now, if you live a life that proves what you are, you want to search your heart, or let me be sure to mention this, that the scripture reads here, if we take it unworthily, now, we know that we are not worthy in ourselves, none of us are, but that we are not trusting in our own worthiness, we're trusting in him who has, we're trusting in his worthiness, Amen. that we have died to our own thinking and just think his thoughts and live that everything that we believe he commands us to and look back and see what we're living, look our life over. And if we're doing things that's not worthy of the gospel, then we shouldn't take the communion. Amen. But if we're doing things that we think that it, that our lives could be read of all men, that if anybody could not point a finger and say, I seen this man in a bar room the other day. I, I heard this man standing telling filthy jokes, this woman doing wrong. Then if you know that that's the Holy Spirit pointing to you, then, then don't take the communion. But if you if you feel that, that you're living, that you look back and see that all your sins are confessed in another blood, then you, you're supposed to take it. You're, you're part of it. Now let us read the scripture just as St. Paul exhorts us here in the book of St. John, the, I beg your pardon, in the book of 1 Corinthians, the, um, the 11th chapter, beginning with the 23rd verse. For I have received of the Lord which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus the same night which is betrayed took bread. Wish I had time to, uh, to speak that a little bit. The same night that he was betrayed, see, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he break it. He said, Take and eat. This is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup, and when he supped, saying, This cup is of the New Testament in my blood. This do ye, as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as oft as you, as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show forth the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily 
shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, many sleep. For if we should judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord that we should not be condemned with the world. May I bring that a point? When we are judged by the Word, which is Christ, we're chastened. Amen. If we're doing wrong, we're not living up to this Word, we're chastened of the Lord. And when the Lord chastens us, that means corrects us. That we should not be condemned with the world. Amen. We are not of the world. Amen. We are different from the world, live a different life, a separated life. Hallelujah. We're never to live the life of the world and be a Christian. We're to live an outstanding life, a different Amen. life. Not, I don't mean in such social rank, but I mean we're to live a life of genuine holiness. Amen. That the fruits of the Spirit might be seen in us, the meekness and gentleness and patience, long-suffering faith, the fruit of the Spirit. For when we are hear these things, then we know we're chastened of the Lord that we don't do them. Then we're condemned. And if we have no condemnation within us that we're living above that thing by the grace of God, then we're not condemned of the world, but we're living above the things of the world. Wherefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, carry one for the other. And if any man hungry, let him eat at home, that you be not come together unto condemnation, and the rest I will set in order when I come. We've always made great exhortations on this, that when we come together, even though that we can see nothing, there might be something in somebody else that we noticed that wasn't right. When you come together to eat this communion, uh, wait on one another, pray for one another, pray that we always make it this. I pray for you that if you, if there's some sin in you, that some unrighteous deed or something you've done as a believer, I, I pray that God will take it out of you, yeah. that He'll forgive you for it, and you pray for me that if there's some something that I've done that I don't know just about, if I've done it and know that's wrong, I, I'll confess it right now. I'm fixing it because he that eateth and drinketh unworthy eat and drinks damnation to himself, yeah. not discerning the Lord's body, the discernment of knowing that you are the Lord's body, you can't discern it. Uh, in, in wickedness and sin, we've got to be above that. That we discern that the Lord is righteous, and we discern that He's our propitiation, that all of our sins we confess, and we believe in Him, awaiting upon His atonement to cleanse us from all of our iniquity. Then we're discerning the Lord's body, of what it, discernment of what is far. And then discerning again that in among us, as the Lord's bride body, Let's discern if there's anything wrong with us in here that would hinder the gospel from growing or the Lord from presenting us before God as a chaste version. Let's discern that out right now and find if it's wrong. Let's confess it. Let's say, Lord, I'm sorry about that. So therefore, there might be something that we've done, you've done, something I've done. It might not be consciously right now. Let's ask God to forgive us for it. We used to sing a song here, forgive the, the sins I have confessed to thee. 
forgive the secret sins, see, that they don't even know nothing about, the unknown sins. We, we, we pray God forgive them. <laughs> now it's said when you come together, carry one for the other, and that really would be like just carry one with the other. Carry needs to wait. Wait on each other. Let's do that now. I'll pray for you. If you know anything that you've done wrong, say, God, forgive me. I didn't mean that. And if you help me from this night on, I will do it again. I, I mean it, Lord. I won't do it again. If you just forgive me. Now, for all my confession, I believe you have forgiven me. I go to take the body of Christ, feeling in my heart that you forgive me for all my sins. Amen. I pray then for your secret sins. You pray for mine that maybe something we don't know about, that we won't come together condemned with the world. We don't want the world in here. This little spot of people that God has given us to worship with here, we want to keep ourselves clean from selfishness, keep our thing, our, sin, our lives clean from all the things of the world that we've been in spotted with that. We want to be ready for the rapture. Amen. So let us pray now silently for one another just a moment. You pray for me as I pray for you. Lord Jesus, let it be, Lord, that all of our sins be now in the blood of the Lord Jesus, in the forgiveness of God's recollection, that we come together now as beloved believers and children in Christ. For we ask it in his name. Amen. Now at this time, while the the elders, I think, they come to the front. Is that still the brother, brother, brother Tony Zabel? And he will direct it. If there's any, has to go now. I don't want to stay for the communion. We're happy to have you tonight. Remember our Wednesday night, Wednesday night prayer meeting. And you sit out quietly while the rest of them come to the altar. And brother Zabel here will direct the, the people to the altar while we make ready the communion. that the Lord give us, and that was baptism, taking of the bread and wine and feet washing, is the order. And this represents the broken body of Christ. My prayer is that every person that partakes of this tonight, that will receive 
the blessing of the Holy Spirit to come upon them. And as they are sick, may the God of heaven, who instituted this in the first form down in Egypt by taking the, the, uh, the bitter herbs and wine, I trust that God will heal you and in your entire journey there will be no sickness among you. May the God of heaven look to us now as we offer this to him. Lord God, creator of heavens and earth, author of everlasting life and giver of every good gift, we thank thee for this order, that we could do this in remembrance of you as we fellowship as it was in your presence around the communion of God's grace as we think of in our own hearts that one day we were unworthy. And now the blood of Jesus Christ has cleansed us from that sin that we stand together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. This kosher bread, Father, that's been baked and brought here for this purpose. We ask you to sanctify it, Lord, that in the representation of the broken body, as the sacredness and the pain and suffering that he did at Calvary. When this body was broken, that he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we were healed. That's why we take this broken bread tonight. God bless the believers and sanctify this, this uh, kosher bread to be the representation of the body of Jesus Christ. Amen. The Bible says, in like manner, he took the cup, and when he had sucked, he took the take and drink. This is the cup of the New Testament. As often as you do this, you show forth the Lord's death till he comes. So I hold in my hand tonight this wine made from the from the life of grace. It's been brought together here to represent the blood of Jesus Christ. There's never a time yet that I've ever picked up the communion tree but I just look in there and see my sins gone. Uh, I see if it hadn't been for that. What 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 would we be? I think of in there where a sick man lay dying here in a hospital me. His three stripes I was eating. Uh, May the God of heaven bless this wine for its intended use. Lord Jesus, we present to you this grape juice, wine, taken from the blood of the grape to represent the blood of Jesus Christ. May as we receive it, Father, may sickness depart from us. May sin, desire be taken from us. May we live such holy, consecrated life after this that man will see the reflection of Jesus Christ in us. And that our, our walk in life would be worthy of the gospel that we believe. Grant us, Father, and sanctify the, this wine now for its intended use in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. As you get towards the end of this episode, we'll end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank thee for the ordinances of communion which you commanded us to do and to partake in until your coming. We pray, Father, for any among us who, Lord, might be sick or might have any troubles that are burdening them, Father, may your Holy Ghost free them today and may it give them rest of their souls. Maybe some are trying to find righteousness through deeds. May you give them that Sabbath where they can rest from working through their own deeds to find righteousness, but where they might rest upon you so that you, Father, 
might work to build faith in them through your word that they might be able to please you. So be with us for the remainder of the evening. In the name of thy Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. Lord lives inside